And we are the Extra Sisters, so sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to another hype episode, and in this episode, we are going to be discussing the new M. Night Shyamalan film, Old, that was just released, actually, the same weekend we're talking about it, and as something that's kind of cool, we're actually recording together for only the second time, I think, since March of 2020. We are! It was really cool. We actually got to go to the theater and see it, a new one, a dine-in one. Yeah, it's like brand new in town, and I've been to Studio Movie Girl Alamo Draft House, and this one was Roadhouse Cinemas. So I, it was it was great. They had like it was a little in disarray, but you know, like people are having trouble being short staffed, so it was it was fine, and the food was pretty good. So I was you know recommend if you have one near you. Definitely, I really liked it, and yeah, I feel bad for all the short staffed people. And then on that note, we are also recording on one dynamic microphone instead of a condenser microphone because I have a dynamic and she has a Yeti, which is a condenser. So I'm used to a dynamic microphone and literally eating it. (laughs) So we're going to be going back and forth on that. So sorry if the audio gets kind of weird, but just throwing that out there that we don't record together anymore. So we each have our own microphones in our own spaces. So that might just be something that we will have to adjust post edit here in editing here. So we'll see how that goes, but hopefully you can hear everything. And each time we talk. Yeah, I'm trying to get up on it. I'm not used to this, but it also feels like I'm going to kiss Amanda sometimes. So I may not say as much in this one. It's fine. You'll just have to cut out like more of the silences between so we can just like your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. But this film definitely felt like M. Night Shyamalan to me because it for not I mean, I guess M. Night Shyamalan feels M. Night Shyamalan-y until at a certain or it doesn't until a certain point and this one took longer to get there for me like I feel like we're in the media like Amanda's just like shoving the mic in my face when I need to talk right now which is hilarious but I don't know like I get your point yeah it definitely felt like just a normal movie and then there is always that Shyamalan twist at some point when you get there yeah so like I The thing with this one is, so the premise of this film is basically these, this group of people, there's like a fam, there's several, a couple families, a married couple. I think that's it. Two families and a married couple. And then this other rapper and his girlfriend, short-term girlfriend, and she's already dead by the time we get there. And they go to this resort and this resort takes them to this beach. And when you get to this beach, you age rapidly. I'm talking like 50 years and eight hours. You just go through your entire life cycle very quickly and they don't really know why. And like jumping to the end here, we figure out it's because all of these people have chronic terminal illnesses and they're being studied to make drugs. And they want, they're figured out, science has figured out that this island does this and 
yeah, this is not a spoiler for your view. Sorry, I should have said that. But y'all know this at this point, I hope. And they want to study them over their lives so that they can make life-saving medication. And basically, it's just like two hours of them all aging and then dying from their ailments. Or there's also a mentally ill schizophrenic that kills also. So that's basically it. The adults age a little slower because they're already aged and then the children go through like their full life cycles very quickly yes which was really interesting but at the same time like you knew what twists were going to happen like as soon as the kids started growing up and there's this other little girl that's a part of this other family you're like oh so the little boy and the little girl eventually are going to do it and make a baby and we're going to watch her like get pregnant really fucking fast and that happens yeah and then the baby can't survive because that like they hold it for like a few minutes and then it's already starved to death and died like because it's aging rapidly and it didn't get enough of what it needed as a child so it's kind of like well okay and I I, it was interesting enough like it did keep my attention is kind of how I felt and it's hard to talk about this movie because there's just a lot of time of them like figuring out what's going on and not realizing what's going on and you know, oh, my kid got older and there's something wrong with him. And is it a virus? And then, okay, we're all getting older and we have to try to get out of here. And then when they try to get out of here, they get dizzy and black out. And there's just a lot of time of that where you're just watching them figure stuff out. And while it's interesting enough, this is kind of marketed as like a thriller, but the thrill is a little flat, even though it is rather captivating, I felt. Yeah, right when we started this movie, they had another movie reviewer talking to M. Night about this film, and basically what he was saying is that this seemed like a character study, and I, it absolutely is, and it's honestly, I really, really, really liked this film, and part of why is because I thought the character study was fascinating, because you're watching these characters, you're watching their whole lives in two hours, because you're... I mean, you may not be there for the births and deaths. Well, I mean, you're there for the deaths, but you're not there for like new family members added and dating and all of those weird things. But you're still watching this family progress. Like at one point, the mother loses her hearing and the father starts to go blind like like older people do. And it's interesting to watch their dynamic change like it would have through the years, but in really fast pace. Yeah, I think that was the part that was the most interesting to me was the fact that it didn't feel because you know okay so we have you can't really compare all of M. Night Shyamalan's films just to each other because it's kind of apples and oranges but let's say you do compare like the visitation that was definitely more of like a horror centric supposed to scare you as a classic horror film this is definitely not one of those the character development is a little bit different because usually character development is over a specific let's say issue and this is an issue but it's definitely more of a traditional character development where we would go through similar things if we were in that position but with this one it's more like okay they're about to live their entire lives in an eight hour period or a 12 hour period so it's obviously different in that respect but like our main one that goes through they all the kids go through changes but the one that it rocks the most is our six-year-old boy that ends up they both the kids end up being 50 year olds basically by the time actually two of them do live to get out of this and it's our we have a main family of four two parents two kids 
both, spoiler alert, <laughs> both the parents die because they get old and pass away. And both the kids do find a way out and survive. And he's the one that really goes through the most emotional progression. And you kind of do see him go through all of the turmoil of puberty and a first love and a first sexual experience and fatherhood and child loss and losing his first love, even though she dies. It's not like a traditional breakup and then losing their parents and laying their parents to rest and these whole life cycles. But the most interesting part to me was actually the ethical question that it raised of studying people for drug trials. And so we can kind of talk about that a little bit too. Yeah, just to finish on the kids thing really quick, what was really interesting to me is that these are still six, seven, and I think the daughter was like 11 when this started, the eldest. These are all kids' thoughts, but they're going through puberty. They're becoming adults, and they don't know exactly how to quantify that, and they don't know the terminology. But basically, the kids keep saying, they're like, I don't know, it just feels like I had one bright color yesterday, and now I have 12 dull colors. And I thought that was a really interesting way for a child to put that. Like, there's so many more thoughts and things going through their brains that they literally, they don't understand at this point but they're still there. Like puberty is still happening to them, but a six-year-old doesn't know what the heck that is. Yeah. Like how are you supposed to understand adulthood? I mean, it's even hard when we go through those changes in the span of, you know, 70 years, 80 years, but I mean, going through it in eight hours, you know, or they, they change in a matter of two hours, they've become preteens, teenagers, you know, and hearing them or the you know at least the script writers try to put into words what would be happening to these kids and how they would be experiencing that like one of them even develops almost like a romantic relationship with a the rapper character and at first you're kind of like that is a child but then it's like well she doesn't she's not anymore and she doesn't feel like a child either but she was like an hour ago <laughs> So it's like, well, what it, it also raises those ethical questions, but they're there because the resort actually knew about all of their ailments, brought them there and put them on this beach so that they could be studied. And they were given a concoction of an experimental medication before they got there so that they could see throughout their entire lives, how the medication would affect their bodies and if they would be successful over long terms or not. Because obviously in our world's drug trials take whole lifetimes to figure out. So, you know, it could take 20 years, 30 years, even if it only took a decade, that's still a lot of people that are dying because we don't have drugs to treat them. So if we could accelerate that in a matter of a day or two and get a drug ready to go, that would be huge for all of humanity. But they're kidnapping these people basically and killing them without their knowledge. And so that's where the issue comes in. And at the end of this movie, the kids get out and expose all of them and get them all arrested. Which was my big upset. Like, I think that this would be best for all of humanity. Now, if you asked people, they would join in in these things. Like, if I had 
terminal cancer, I would be like, absolutely, I'll join your island. The problem comes in the fact that you're also doing this to children that have nothing to do with this. Like if you told somebody that it was a clinical trial to come to this island and you're not going to live, don't bring your kids, then they'd still probably come. They just wouldn't bring their kids. Yeah, if I had, so in this, there's somebody with, I think, MS, epilepsy, schizophrenia, maybe the schizophrenic wouldn't have come. Like, they do have, like, mental health patients and physical ailment patients. The mom of the kids had a tumor. There's just these different, and somebody had a blood clotting disorder. So they, and they give them all trials, and, like, the epileptic didn't have a single seizure. I think they said for like 16 years, the equivalent of 16 years. Like, and if I had something like that where I knew I was going to be sick for my entire life. Now, the thing is though, like with epilepsy and MS, you can live a relatively long life and with treatment, but you know, there, there would be people that would be willing and sick enough to go to this Island and say, okay, like I'm ready to do this type of drug experiment. So take me here. I'm willing to live for the next, you know, 12 hours, 16 hours, 24 hours, whatever it is, depending on how young or old they are and how sick they are for you to try this drug if you're confident that it will work. But they probably don't have that much faith in humanity or maybe it's a variable. But yeah, that's where the Obviously, they needed some sort of law to be brought in because they're they're killing innocent people. And so it's like at the end, it's almost really weird. It's like you're you're rooting for the families to get out the whole time and to take these motherfuckers down. But then when you figure out that the people are studying drug trials, you're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 don't go get them. But then also they were killing innocent people. And you just all you spent the whole movie watching what these people were going through and feeling bad for them. So it's like you're in this like quandary yourself while you're watching the film right and then you're also in this other thing like I I leaned over and mentioned to Connor he got to see this with us and I said I I know that there's six and 11 still in that mindset and they don't understand this but I would not go from six to 50 out in the real world hell fucking no that would be fucking terrible you didn't go through school you don't have a job you have no way to take care of yourself you are and you're just going out into the world But like, I'd rather die on that island in a few hours and live my life. But they don't know that. And that sucks, too. Yeah. Like they mentioned that their aunt is like standing by to pick them up. And, you know, somebody asked him, like, how does your aunt feel about this? And he's like, well, how would you feel if your six year old nephew came back as a 50 year old man? Like she's having trouble wrapping her head around this. And like, even if their mind matures a little bit, they my biggest thing was like, you didn't hardly learn your numbers past a hundred or whatever, you know, you didn't learn multiplication. You didn't learn very basic life skills, but you did survive this major thing. So obviously you do have some level of experience that other people don't have, but like jobs don't really care about that, you know? Right. Exactly. You're just going to end up bagging groceries. Like I don't, (laughs) I don't know what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And they actually show that in the movie, which I thought was kind of cool too. Like, so basically these kids come across a journal and it must have been written by an adult because it has fairly big words in it, but these are still six and 11 year old mindsets. They don't know how to read some of these things and they're going through it. Like they have 
very professional parents, so I'm sure they've heard big words and stuff like that, but you can definitely tell they're still reading it in a child's cadence, even though they look like they're in their 20s. Yeah, I just feel like it's almost, you know, if we know that if a six-year-old is like, let's say this is really sad, but like held in a house, let's say, and not given the opportunity to mature, that they just don't. And the... like kind of one of the small problems that I had with this film was that it's like they did though. Like they got more intelligent as they aged, which at first they were just cowering with their parents, but then they got more emotionally intelligent as they got older, which I'm not saying your brain wouldn't develop a little bit, but you kind of, even like now in therapy, I've been going through some trauma therapy and my therapist has been kind of telling me like, you know, obviously you got more intelligent because you kept developing and you went through school and you did all these like normal things as an adult, but you still like when you're traumatized, you kind of stop at a certain age, even as you continue to develop. And they seemed like as they got older, so did their brains. And so that was a little kind of like wacky to me. Agreed. Like there's a point where the sun obviously has sex with this other girl and she gets pregnant and you watch the pregnancy develop really 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 quickly and he goes and talks to his dad and his dad's like well you know it happened because you like put sperm inside of her and he's like but I thought that only happened if you did it 10 times and I'm like what six-year-old would fucking hear that like like sure have the talk with your kids but specifically like 10 times or whatever right exactly like I don't I don't even remember talking with my friends about sex until I was like nine ish. And I, I'm sure boys talk about it at a different time or whatever. And maybe he talked with his friends, but that's just such a weird thing. I would expect him to hear about that later, but he does know about some things that maybe I feel like he shouldn't have. I don't know. Yeah. So there were like definitely some weird little quirks with the film that I maybe, I, I don't know if I'd say they are plot holes necessarily, but just some like little nuancey things that felt a little unnatural-ish. Not that anything in the movie is natural, but just, you know, like I, th- but they also needed some characters to figure things out. And these were definitely the two characters that you were probably the most attached to and probably rooting for the most. So these were the naturally the two that were going to get out if anybody was to get out of this situation. So like, I do like the premise of this film, but it's definitely different than anything. Like we've dealt with time before and aging and de-aging, but like the whole reason for it and I've never really seen anything like it and I like when films do that regardless like I mean if it's total garbage that's one thing but this wasn't total garbage and so I do like going to a theater and seeing something that hasn't been put in front of me before and when it's done even relatively well I do like that experience so I do appreciate that absolutely you always go into an M. Night movie and you know that it's going to be different and it's not going to be something you've ever really seen before, which I do appreciate. Like I know people give the happening a bad rap, but I still like the happening because I think it's a really cool premise of plants trying to kill us. And old is the same way. Like it is, it was scary to me in a psychological way. Like it's, it's not a thriller, but the psychological aspect of being a child and aging this quickly or being a parent knowing that you're going to be dead in a few hours and you're not going to see your kids grow up things like that or 
being, I, I personally thought, I didn't realize it was schizophrenia. I thought it was dementia maybe that this doctor had. And like, he's trying to do surgery on this woman who had a tumor and he keeps forgetting it. Like that stuff was very scary to me. Yeah. I mean, what M. Night did to The Last Airbender was absolutely unforgivable. But I think that, you know, everybody talking about, oh, they tried to do an M. Night Shyamalan twist. Like, that's because only M. Night Shyamalan can do shit like that. Not not only, but, like, he really trademarked that kind of stuff. And I what he does, he does well. Like, I did not see where he was going to pull off explaining this kind of island. And he really didn't explain why it does what it does but he did give a reason for these people to be dumped here which I think it really needed like why is this resort doing this why are all these people sick you know what I mean that was my big thing the whole time I kept sitting there going how why why are they doing this why would they just dump these people that's so fucking weird are they trying to like like once you find out they all have diseases I'm like okay are they trying to quote unquote humanely kill them what exactly are they doing here and then you find out at the end and I'm like I'm all for it. Let's fucking do it. And then it's like, I also took on the sadness of these kids turn this company in and you know, they're going to get shut down if only for what they did to the kids. Like they're going to get shut down. You got to ask people's permission. This is not okay. They're going to get sued, all of this stuff. But I'm also sitting here going, but it was for like a good cause. Just do it a different way. Yeah. Because like informed consent is incredibly important when you're talking about medical, like you want to be your own advocate in healthcare and obviously like all of that's super, super important. So like they didn't have anybody's consent to do any of this. So if they would have just been getting informed consent, I think that they would have been able to do this, but then also the secret could have been out about this Island. And then maybe it would have been like, all the scientists in the world trying to get in on it. So there's like a lot of things that go into it, but obviously informed consent is like king or should be king, but it's not in like the healthcare world. So it's hard, but like I definitely thought it was a really interesting premise and I thought that M night did pretty well. It's kind of getting mixed reviews right now. I think at rotten tomatoes, I I have it pulled up here. It's sitting in the fifties on both ends. So the critics are giving it currently a 52 and the audience are giving it a 51. It's got about 191 critic reviews already in, which is actually pretty high for the critics to have it already in and 500 plus verified ratings from the audience. So already quite a few reviews in here and it's really split, which actually doesn't surprise me about an M night movie. Now, sometimes he does really tank. I think, I feel like devil tanked pretty hard right when it came out. Obviously the last airbender tanked, but kind of just more talking about his like horror ish type movies. I'm going to look up the visitation real quick and just kind of see what his more recent stuff has done. The visit. I'm sorry, not the visitation. I, I, keep talking about the visitation but that's a different movie the visit on rotten tomatoes that he did has let's see a 68 from critics and a 51 so he really does split the audience really right down the middle quite often except for signs that seemed to be pretty high up there and personally for myself I just seem to be an M. Night person like I like almost obviously not the last airbender but I like almost all of his movies almost love them and this is another one honestly five out of five for me I thought this was incredibly well done beautiful masterpiece the the twist at the end which was absolutely perfect to go with everything else 
I also just think The Last Airbender wasn't his type of film to do, and he just took it on maybe because he loved the series, and so maybe that just wasn't his genre to, like, hold. But, you know, that that was in 2010, so we'll move on. But, you know, for me, I would say this film was... I liked it and I would recommend you go see it. It's definitely different. And I really like that M night puts out these different films and I do really like M night Shyamalan. I will definitely support what he does. And I also like, I really also, this is a side note, like that a lot of these filmmakers at the beginning of their films, are saying like, hey, thank you for being back at the theater because it's important to me. John Krasinski did that in A Quiet Place. And I like that they're promoting like being back in theaters because I think that's a really important like gathering place. Even if streaming does become king eventually, I hope that theaters never totally lose out. I hope there's at least one in every city at some point, even if there's not like a shit ton. But I would probably, I'm kind of riding between a three and a half and a four for me. I wouldn't give it a five, but I don't know if I'd give it as low as a three. So I'm, and I don't, I'm, I don't know if I would give it a three and a half or a four. So I'm sorry. I'm not like super solid on that to be safe. I'd probably go four and I don't know if I'd go as low as three and a half. So like, that's like the worst when I don't know where I'm sitting yet because we just saw it yesterday and I'm still kind of taking it all in, especially with those M night films. Sometimes you got to see them twice. Like, honestly, I don't really know where I'm at but it definitely would be like a higher of those ratings for sure no I definitely get your point on you have to sit on an M. Night movie for a little bit but also I stayed at your house and you had me watch Promising Young Woman and I'm also having to deal with that so I don't even know where I am anymore I don't know what's going on yeah if you haven't seen Promising Young Woman it is not a horror movie but it's also like kind of horrifying but it's really good and for me, that film's a five out of five, but I really highly recommend you watch that movie, but it, big trigger warning. Yeah, and it's something you have to like sit on for a while. Like I thought it would just be, you know, something you can just go along. No, no, no. I'm still processing it the next morning, so <laughs> beware of that as well. I also don't know if we'll ever review this, but we watched the second Hell House, and that's all I'm going to say. Like, y'all don't get nothing. I'm just going to drop that and leave it alone, but we did watch the second Hell House LLC, so... There you go. You have that. And that's our review for old, the new M night Shyamalan film. It is currently out in theaters. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. I'm pretty sure M night just sent that to theaters. If it is streaming anywhere, I will let you know when we post this to the socials, but you can follow us on the socials on Facebook and Instagram. It is the extra sisters podcast. Twitter is at the extra sisters. And if you'd like to join our little Patreon family, you can go to patreon.com slash the extra sisters podcast. Until next time, stay creepy.